blessed to fall in you to Christopher Daniels, National Treasure, Inspiration to Children Everywhere, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Shoot. It's Warhorse, and you're listening to the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast. So sit down, shut up, clean out your ears, listen up, otherwise Warhorse is going to rule your ass. This is Charlie Haas, and I'm talking to you at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. If you don't pay attention to this podcast, then you know what? You guys can go yourself. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Here we go again. This is the Pro This is your host, Jesse Carter. Wrestling show. It's about to get exciting. Show. How long is this going to last? Bro, bro, bro. Wrestling. Bro, bro, bro. Wrestling. Bro, bro, bro. Wrestling. Bro. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Shoot Podcast. I'm Jesse Carter. Joined with me, as always, James Pinard Jr. Michael Martinez is running a little bit late today, man, but uh, he's going to be on right after this segment. Uh, Chris Williams is attending Monday Night Raw tonight. James, the fuck is going on? Uh, you know, nothing about hot weather. You know about it a lot. <laughs> Just uh... Yeah, your hot weather and my hot weather differ at this point. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. about time you guys get. What we got for the last couple of years. Ah, fuck you. Time, you time to, You live in California. Nah, nah. I live in the Pacific Northwest where it should be it's beautiful. Time, time to shift it over. Everyone's getting it. Texas, it's, of course, they're getting it. Now you're getting it. It's that fucking global warming, man. This is what Elon Musk warned us about, and that's why he created the Tesla. <laughs> the climate change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. Climate change. Global <laughs> warming. Fucking tomato, tomato. Same. <laughs> same bullshit. But yeah, man, I mean, my week was uh, eventful. Uh, Lots of wrestling this week, man. Lots of crazy-ass wrestling this week. Um, From Dynamite last week Mm -hmm. to uh, SummerSlam. Ric Flair. To Ric Flair's last match. Um, Loaded indie cards, man. Like, all over there was some indie wrestling. Uh, It's just... Fantastic fucking week of wrestling, dude. Yeah, a lot, lot of wrestling happened. news. Ric Flair, you know, last match. Do you, I, I think after seeing that, I, I think that's yeah, that's it. The way he, the way that match ended, yeah, I, I think that's it for him. I, I, I couldn't see him do one more, but you never know. That's what he said before. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. So tonight, uh, as we're recording this tonight, Monday Night Raw is going on the air, and uh, they're promoting it to be. A stacked card. There, there, there's some excitement in the back. The morale is lifted. Um, I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, it's a different. You know what we said last week. We, we, you know, we were hoping something different, and we got that with SummerSlam. And you know, with with Triple H in charge of creative, and things are you can see you can see the general change. Um, they didn't even mention Vince McMahon yesterday. They. Um, I just saw this about 10 minutes ago. I believe that when they were showing like WrestleMania packaging, they were showing like WrestleMania 38 and they, I guess, showed all the camera angles and did not show Vince McMahon. They showed Austin and Kevin Owens. So, oh, wow. They removed Vince yeah, from the package. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, and I don't know if he's on the package. <laughs> All the tables I, have turned. I wonder if he's going to be on the intro. Welcome to WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's... I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. Uh, interesting times in the world of professional wrestling. But what else have you done this week besides uh, get into wrestling? Yeah, um, let's see. Honestly, let's see. We went to my girlfriend's nephew's soccer practice. Um, you know, being childish as ever. But, you know, it's cool to see, like, you know, another kid's perspective of playing sports. You know, it's been years since I played sports, you know. And I don't know, it just, it just like, it brings like a flash from the past, a memory to me. And then um, stayed in my parents' house for the day, you know, because don't see them all the time. It was very, very nice. Had breakfast with them, saw my brother. Um, very, very cool time. Hot as hell. And uh, we at one point, we ended up at an estate sale. Nothing good for us. They bought a couple of things, but um, not much. Sunday. It's, it's pretty it's pretty cool to get a child's perspective on sports and stuff like that. And that's cool that you got to spend time with your, uh, with your parents and shit. Uh, oh yeah. Definitely take, take advantage of that. Yeah. Speaking of parents, man, my, uh, my dad's celebration of life was actually yesterday as we're recording this and fuck man. Like, um, thankfully it wasn't emotional. It wasn't emotional for me. Um, I think I've just come to like that, that acceptance, stage you know yeah uh sucks i mean i miss him every day but um yeah i'm just i don't know it was really cool to see the show of support of everybody showing up for it and uh reaching out to my my mom and all the donations that (laughs) that we received for uh the gofundme was really helpful towards this and um of course yeah, it was just it was just cool, man. There was like fucking two hundred people. Um, oh wow, what? crazy! Like people I didn't even fucking know was showing up. Right, you know? it, it's always just, like friends of everybody. It's always like funerals. You get like family members or just some people. You're like, who are you? I've never seen you in years. Or you know, it just it always happens. That's what happened with my. Uh, well, so this wasn't even like a funeral. Yeah, so. yeah. This was, I don't know, white people do this weird fucking thing where it's called the celebration of life. My yeah, dad. Was, I went I went to my, one like years ago for a family friend. So. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was cool to see like all the family, like a bunch of old friends of mine actually showed up that I haven't seen in years, which was really fucking cool uh, to see all them uh, cousins that I haven't seen in a long time. They showed up. Um it, yeah, it's 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 weird. I don't know. My dad would not want a funeral anyway, mm-hmm. so um, he, he probably didn't even want a celebration of life. To be honest, like that's just who my dad is. And and if and this was actually at my mom's house that this happened, and she's thankfully she's got this huge ass backyard, and um, yeah, so it was able to <laughs> fit everybody. We barbecued like burgers and stuff like that mm-hmm. for everybody, but it it was like a hundred and six degrees. Jesus out while we were doing this. So everybody was dying in the sun. Um, I stay, I like the, the celebration was from like two to six. Me and my family bounced at like three forty-five, four. The, we- the weather's just like, <laughs> okay, look, you know, I love you dad, but this weather's just too damn hot. Yeah. I tapped, I tapped out dad. I had to go, I had, I had to go over to my daughter's house and steal her pool. She's got a pool. <laughs> so I went, I went over there and swam, uh, got drunk, uh, for two nights in a row, this whole fucking weekend, I was drunk. Actually, um, I was really shit faced on f- 
Friday. Yeah, see, it's your no, turn. Saturday, yeah, see, it's sa- your turn this week. <laughs> yeah, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. I drank a little bit more than I I thought I was going to. Uh, for SummerSlam, doesn't it always doesn't it always like sneak up on you? I'll have another one. I'll have another one. I'll. Well, I bought all these like packs of Fireball, right? So I bought. Like, yeah, I don't know. That was your first mistake. <laughs> well, so look, I like Fireball, but but I only like Fireball when it is in the little shooters because oh, I feel mm-hmm. like when you get the bottles, like the full on bottles, it's too sugary and too cinnamony. If that makes sense, like there's there's too much. Right. It it's too much. It's fucking. I just get the little canisters, like the little those little those little bo- bottles, man. Like those are the that's the best for me. Like I could shoot those fucking things all day and I'll be good. <laughs> but yeah, so I was drinking with Michael over at uh over at his house watching SummerSlam with air conditioner. And, I don't. <laughs> With air conditioner, yes, yes, it was. I don't uh, remember who asked. Fucking hot, I think it was you that I, asked him. Hey, do you have air conditioner? <laughs> well, it's because a lot of people's air conditioners around here aren't keeping up with 110 degrees. And the night that SummerSlam took place, it was 110 degrees outside. So, it you know air con mm-hmm. <laughs> air conditioning units aren't built for that. No, you know what I mean. So I'm. It's kind of worrying me about. You know, like if the climate continues to get worse and worse and we just keep getting hotter and hotter, like what happens when we reach 130 degrees? We're all going to die. Like <laughs> it's not it's not going to be a good thing. Um, so I'm really hoping that uh, some innovations are done on some good air conditioning units. Right. <laughs> we can uh, we can uh, just start. It, you just got to hang on, you know, hang on. I know August is usually the hottest month, at least what I recall. Just hang on for yeah, like August another is, August. September it kind of cools down a little bit, and then around Halloween it starts. August getting cooler. is usually like the nineties, and that's fine with me. Like today it was so weird, dude. So today we were supposed to get like hundred and five degrees again, mm-hmm. and it actually was super overcast all over. But in the morning, from about eight o'clock till about ten a.m., it was so humid and so like miserable. That it felt like it was already at like 105 degrees. Yep. It wasn't. It was 95. It sure and as hell don't miss this. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. Like, so it, it was actually, so instead of the day progressing and it getting hotter, for some reason the wind started blowing in, the overcast took over a little bit more, and then it went from 95 to like 90. <laughs> so I've never seen that happen. Like, that shit was weird. It just, it, it went from hotter to not as hot at around one o'clock. Wait, which was really crazy. Wait until you experience those, you know, hundred degree weathers. It's humid, and, and then it starts pouring. The worst. Oh yeah, we the we've, worst. We've had that. The worst. Yeah. Windy. Those lightning. And yeah, we had rain yeah. yesterday, and like you know, they kept like portraying. Oh yeah, we're gonna get like ten percent, twenty percent chance of storms. Which I'm, you know, weather weather casters are a lot of bullshit sometimes. But you know, hey, they they got us. It rained for about five minutes. <laughs> it didn't rain on my car, damn it! So you know, I got to go to the car wash. Yeah, it's so it's you know it is it is what it is. But um, today was not as bad, actually. Today I'll take today's weather over what we've been having any fucking day of the week. Not as bad at all. So uh, I mean, it did reach about ninety six degrees today, but at na- like right now, ninety six degrees feels refreshing <laughs> right. compared to 
You can tell, like, oh, yeah, I, I can tell there's, like, five-degree difference. You can tell. <laughs> it's crazy, like, what five degrees will do. It's crazy, because oh, yeah. in the wintertime, you really can't tell. If it's 60 degrees, if it's 65 degrees, you're still kind of cold. Shit, we're, you know yeah, I mean? we're blessed if it's, like, 60 degrees here, even 70s in general. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't ever get that, mm, huh? Pff, no. I mean... I, I still remember this day when it was like 109 on Christmas, like a couple of years ago. What horribleness! <laughs> so horrible. 109. 109 on, on Christmas, Christmas, and it was, you know, it's unheard of, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> that's this wild, is where I dude. used. That was where I used to live. I mean, we had where I used to live. It used it snowed like twice in like a five year span, which is unheard of. Never get snow over there. I can't wait for the snow this year, man. Well, only because I bought that all-wheel drive, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That super all-wheel control uh, Mitsubishi Outlander. So, um, yeah, dude, I can't wait to put that thing to the test and drive in some snow. I mean, I'm not going to get stupid and fucking think that I can do 80 80 miles an hour on the freeway in a snowy condition. But, dude, so coming from the Chrysler 300, which is rear-wheel drive, that car, like, even touches just the... The littlest of of drizzle of snow, and it's fucking sliding all over. The place. Right, like, it just it just does not handle yeah, snow I, at all. So yeah, I don't know shit about the snow. So <laughs> yeah, so uh, we went over to um, I went over to my daughter's house this weekend. We had a good time uh, Sunday after the celebration of life. Went and just enjoyed the hundred and five degree weather. Man, like jumped in the pool was swimming with the grandkids. Um, we barbecued some carne asada and fucking drank beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm going to have to buy some beer, you know, I've you know, I've only had my apartment for since June. Man, the groceries are just fucking ridiculous, dude. Shit is just so fucking expensive here. Dude, yeah, so it is higher um normally on groceries to last about a month we would spend like 250 bucks we got the littlest amount the other day at walmart we went went to walmart and fucking it was like 350 that was the first time i went yeah ever since that we did that we just been going to the local grocery stores trying to find whatever's the cheapest where do you shop um, we yesterday we went to we Albertsons. We went to Albertsons. The we day have before. a store here called Winco. Do you got Winco? Yeah, we do have a, yeah, Winco's by my grandparents or by my parents' house. A lot cheaper. Yeah. So that's what we normally do. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I slapped all my groceries on a credit card and I think Winco does not accept credit cards for some reason. No, never, but this time I never I, knew that. Well, no, I was trying to reap in the rewards from my credit card. So uh, I was like, no, I, I need to spend like a, a certain amount of my credit card. Yeah, to so get I like a cash back 3% or 4% cash. Yeah. Back. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I was like, fuck it. We'll just go to Walmart. Well, that was a big fucking mistake for <sighs> 350 bucks. I didn't really get that much. I mean, yeah. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. You live and learn. <laughs> yeah. For once, we <laughs> but, actually spent a little less. We're like, hey, we saved 30 bucks. We didn't buy some, we didn't buy shit that we didn't need last time. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah. Definitely when you're living on your own, you will learn how to grocery shop. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> Easily. But, but this show is fucking stacked, dude. So we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to be talking about SummerSlam. We're going to be talking about AEW. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Dynamite. We're going to be talking about Ric Flair's last match, and we're going to be talking about Raw is War 
1997, August 11th? No. no yep. August yes, 11th? Yes, August 11th. August 11th? Yeah. Okay, August 11th. Um, right in Mississippi. <laughs> which was a fucking fantastic Raw. Like, this would, I think I had more fun watching this show than I have all the other ones that we've And done. another Raw that would be probably canceled today. <laughs> <laughs> Just one more. One more on the fucking list of to-dos, man. Yeah. To-dos. So, uh, yeah. Uh, as the trial of Danny Shiznit continues, they are still on a break, so we will not be hearing any more further trial this week again. Uh, next week, it, we will be bringing you uh, the results of the trial and uh, some breaking news. And we will see the fate of Danny Shiznit. Other than that, um, that's all I got for this segment, guys. Uh, enjoy the rest of the show, and we'll catch you right back here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot after this break. Yo, my dudes, if you haven't heard already, it's Smooth Sack Summer. When you're playing in the summer sun, make sure you're scaped from pubes to bum. That's right, this is the summer to keep your balls cool while still looking hot with Manscaped. The leaders and below the belt grooming is making sure we all have a ball this summer by giving our pants partners everything they need to stay fresh. Dive headfirst into Smooth Sack Summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with our promo code PWSHOOT. That's promo code PWSHOOT. Look, man, we've all been there. You know what I'm talking about. You get that cheap razor from your face, you know. You know the ones. Those cheap razors that you buy maybe at a retail store of some sort. Dude, those are meant for your face. And boy, did I learn my lesson. I'm not trying to nick my shit anymore, and I'm telling you why. Because the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare this summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunctional on and off switch, can engage a travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention that this trimmer is waterproof too? Beach, lake, or shower, this razor will devour even the strongest pubes. Now that you have the perfect haircut, use Manscaped's liquid formulations to keep that freshness even at the hottest barbecues. Most importantly, use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in this heat. With a soothing aloe vera formula, it's the best in the business for below the waist freshness, and this clear drying formula will keep looking good while smelling good. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0 the Manscaped boxers, and the Shed travel bag that will bring your comfort to another level. Yo, are you wearing sandals with some nasty toenails during the summer months? Take a look at the Shears 2.0, a luxury nail grooming kit. This kit includes stainless steel nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with the Shears 2.0. 
Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping when you use our promo code PWSHOOT at manscaped.com. It's smooth sack summer, boys. Get on board or get left behind. All right, man, we're joined with Michael uh, Martinez now. We're back on the pro wrestling shoot. We're fucking back, baby. <laughs> What's up? After a great fucking on? SummerSlam, actually, too. It was actually enjoyable. There was some good and there was some bad. <laughs> did you watch it, James? I did. I did watch it. Because we enjoyed it. I mean, we might have been drunk, but we fucking <laughs> enjoyed that shit. Yeah, we Speaking were kind of we were kind of we plastered. I was expected more from Lesnar with the tractor, but that was different. So I'll give. Him I that. expected more from that ending. Yeah, I thought he was I gonna mean, do a you know rock and mankind and put the tractor right on top of him and close the yeah. fucking thing and win, but guess not. So shout out to Becky Lynch who separated her shoulder during the opening contest. <laughs> uh, fuck, that looks brutal. And uh, get well soon. What a way to open, too. You bring Bailey back. You have Io Shirai come out. It's and you Io have... Sky, sir. Get it correct. Did they change it? Yeah, yeah they, they changed did. it. Yeah. Io Sky? Yep. Yeah, Michael said Io Shirai, and then I think it was um, Corey Graves that said Io Sky. It's I-Y-O. It's no more I-O. Why the fuck do they do this <laughs> shit? I guess they're honoring Vince. What the fuck is going on with the WWE? Changing this shit all the time. Fucking butch. <laughs> fuck man but god damn it wwe yeah i don't Either like, way i fucking hate the name changes they need to stop that shit it's so fucking ridiculous oh fuck either way uh good opening i i loved seeing bailey back so that was dakota awesome. kai was the shocker one oh, i love dakota kai that was dakota the shocker kai, one. yeah on, so not on a contract by the way, way. not on the contract what do you mean she's not with WWE. they released her don't you remember she was released. She was, yeah, released. she was released. Yeah, and and Graves wrenching it. How the hell is she here? She's not even on contract. Oh, she's under contract, guaranteed now. <laughs> Everyone is. They w- yeah, they would not yeah. let her fucking walk on that stage if she wasn't already under contract. Speaking of under contract, uh, sounds like we're getting Sasha Banks back. <laughs> yeah. Sasha Banks and Naomi is rumored all over the internet to be, uh, they've worked the deal <laughs> were, out with her. They were waiting for the old man to leave. That's probably yeah, what possibly. the fuck it was, to be honest with you. <laughs> and and John Laurinaitis, he's gone too, right? Or is he still there? Uh, I think he's gone too. I think he's still there. I don't think he like. I don't think he has any pull anymore. But I think he's still there. So they they released uh, Dana Warrior from Creative too. Never. So she's no longer. I don't know if they released her, but she's no longer in Creative, which I don't fucking understand. To the life of me, why you would put this woman in creative anyway? <laughs> yes. Um, like for one, I wouldn't even trust her husband, the Ultimate Warrior, in fucking creative. <laughs> let alone rest in peace, his soul. <laughs> her, you know what I mean? Like, good lord, this woman knows absolutely fuck all about wrestling. I'm pretty sure half their creative team knows nothing about wrestling. <laughs> it's about the soap operas, man. They're just they were like I said earlier, man. They're just writing to pop bents, but. Hopefully that all that's done, man. Uh, as we're talking right now, Monday Night Raw is live on the air uh, in about two minutes. So uh, Monday Night Raw. Hopefully that uh, this is the Raw after SummerSlam. Vince appears. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, damn I hope it. not. <laughs> 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 Fucking swerve. Show's over. Dude. 
It was me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> it was you guys me. like that SummerSlam? It was <laughs> Well, guess me. what? It's going to suck. No, actually, no. Uh, SummerSlam, and I shit on WWE a lot, but SummerSlam was really fucking enjoyable to watch. Uh, I don't know if it was just the beer in me, but it was the beer. <laughs> it was it was enjoyable. Might not have been the beer, but it could have been that fireball. <laughs> yeah, probably that. <laughs> so I I don't know, man. I enjoyed it too. I had a good time watching it. Um, I do know that the whole Edge return was really fucking strange. Uh, it was kind of really. It was kind of bad because they did the vignettes and you kind of already knew he's coming back. That vignette fucked it all up. Yeah, they so what was it? The pre-show said I'm coming back tonight. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, tease it. Come on. Don't don't even show them whatsoever. No element of surprise whatsoever in wrestling anymore. There was a couple things to me that I didn't really enjoy. The the Ronda, I know because the Ronda Rousey Rousey match went. Did not get as much time because they believe the Logan Paul match went longer. That's why they shortened it. Bro, Logan Paul, like, thanks to The Miz. Yeah, Logan, I was going like, to say, the, the Miz fucking carried that match, bro. Dude, The Miz let this motherfucker hit him with every move in his <laughs> arsenal. I don't think I remember a time where The Miz was even on the offensive. Yeah, uh, The Miz wasn't even sweating either. No, didn't break a sweat. <laughs> Did not break a sweat. Logan Paul was drenched, and The Miz was just fucking calm as he can be. Man. No, Uh, thanks to fucking The Miz for that match, because if it wasn't for The Miz carrying that match like he did and selling like he did, that match probably wouldn't have went as good as it did. Yeah, but Logan Paul pulled off the moves really good, though. No, yeah, give give it to him. him I still hate him, but give it to him. Yeah, I don't like the guy. (laughs) Douchebag, but... I'm not a fan, yeah. Um... So but much other way, talent that could be signed in WWE, but no, let's just give it a vote. <laughs> let's ball. just sign this guy. I've <laughs> already get, seen the comments. This guy's a fucking superstar on, on social media, man. That's what we sign. If you got a <laughs> lot of followers or you're a fucking athlete of any sort, like let's let's bring you in because that brings more eyes to WWE, right? Like all of Logan Paul's fans in boxing, like now they had just tuned in to watch him at SummerSlam. So yeah. is what it is. I, I, I think it's fucking ridiculous, but Piss I mean, break. however... However you want to get new fans in, I guess what you know, all to you. <laughs> but uh the the edge thing I didn't really enjoy. That match was uh interesting with the with uh the Miz. Yeah. Um I personally liked the ending to the Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. I, I know didn't that like, like it. Yeah, I know you didn't like it, it, but okay, so now here's the conversation. How would you have done this differently? Because Liv Morgan, like, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you can sit here and fucking tell me that Liv Morgan is believable to beat Ronda fucking Rousey. Like, Ronda well, Rousey. Ha- that's dude. the thing, though. It doesn't have to be believable. Oh, yes, it does. No. 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 Yes, it does. No. It no. does. I, so th- that whole it doesn't have to be believable thing is what's fucking ruining wrestling. <laughs> fuck that. It does have to be Sports believable. Sports entertainment. Yep. No, no. Fuck, World fuck Wrestling that. Entertainment. Nope. This uh, ending was really good. I enjoyed it because Liv Morgan got her fucking ass whooped the entire match. So barely, he- so barely held on and then pulled off that, like, victory out of nowhere, right? And this this will lead... I mean, this kept the title on her. Like, I would prefer this over Rousey just coming in and, and beating her ass and just having a, you know, a, a moment where she held the belt for... 
a couple weeks. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I agree, well, but I just didn't. Like I'm waiting until Charlotte comes back. Yeah, Charlotte's winning the title anyway. Yeah, she's coming back, so Liv's, she's winning Liv's, two titles. Yeah, she's winning both of them. Yeah. They're gonna fucking unify them. Yeah, too. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All I'm the titles are gonna be unified. Uh, I'm still a fan of Charlotte, dude. She's she's phenomenal. So I wouldn't blame him for putting the straps on her. It sure as fuck ain't gonna be Lynch right now because she's got a separated shoulder. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I enjoyed that that ending, and I enjoyed that the match was short. Because yeah. if it would have went longer, then I would have been bored. So um, I'm the glad Usos, that they... The Usos match was a letdown for me. Usos should have oh, lost. I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah. So Usos, I have no idea why we kept the title on the Usos or Roman Reigns at this point. But They need to put me on creatives, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I, Dude, they really dropped the ball with that. Because I, when you said that, it... it made me believe that this might happen. That's what I was thinking. That, but I was, that was a perfect setup. That, it, it, exactly, bro. Like perfect if you, setup. If you want to, like, I'll say this over and over and over again. If you want to set this fucking Rock um, Roman Reigns match for WrestleMania in Los Angeles, you should have did, did it yesterday. Or Saturday, sorry. You should have did it Saturday. You should have took the belt off of Roman Reigns. Um, The match is over. There, Roman Reigns is still standing in the fucking ring. Unbelievable! Like uh, I just fucking lost. Why? How? Then the Rock's music hits. Boom! The Rock's music hits. Imagine the fucking place going ape shit, bro. Yeah. And then you have him walk to the ring. Don't even give him a mic. Don't give him a mic. Just have him look at Roman Reigns, disappointed as fuck. And you can see his mouth moving. You're a disappointment. How are you the head of the table? And bam. Wrestle, I'm fucking set for WrestleMania now. Yeah. You got sold. You want to see you, this match. You need to I, make I ticket sell. They're coming up. That would have told you a story to set this match up. Yeah. That, and you would have been invested. Yeah. Oh, I would have been invested right as soon as The Rock's music hit. Or no, right as soon as Roman Reigns lost, because then you know it's setting up for it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I, now I'm really thinking WWE, he's going call in there me, with both titles. I Just really call me. They need what do you think, James? I said, I think he's going in with fucking both titles. The man. He can't. He can't. As much like as this, it. well, I don't see him losing the Drew. He, no, he's not going to lose the Drew. Oh, I'm not saying that he'll lose the Drew. I mean, maybe Brock, since they advertising Brock at day one. But, but he can't. He can't lose. He can't. I mean, he can't walk into WrestleMania with titles. If he's facing the Rock, he can't do that because that gives away the ending of the match. Well, not only that, it it takes away from what I said. You you are fucking selling two nights of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. What is your other attraction? If your one attraction is Roman Reigns and James, I've heard you say, "Oh, let's put him on both nights." No, fuck this. Is, no, if you were on creative, I would fucking have you fired <laughs> for that <laughs> idea. Do not give me two nights of Roman Reigns because I don't want to fucking see it. No, I wouldn't want to see that either. Two nights. That's what they're gonna. Do. <laughs> no, no. You need another attraction for night one. And to me, that's the titles. Or maybe even night two. Maybe they put The Rock in Roman Reigns night one. Who knows? I, I don't think, think I, that they would. I think night I two think would be the, the ideal spot for The Rock and Roman Reigns. I don't think. Me too. I don't think night one. Uh, I think Roman Reigns needs to lose the titles before uh, WrestleMania. He does. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. somebody else needs to be in a title match mm-hmm. for WrestleMania. Who's, two, it's it's two a question, who do you have him lose to? I mean, I know Brock was a reliable one, but... I have him lose to Seth Rollins. That's who I That's have him lose I to. That's what I was waiting for. I thought, Seth, you know, he has never beaten Seth Rollins. 
Yeah. I would have him lose. I was to hoping Seth they Rollins. were going to do something else with Seth, and they did. And that. then it sets up Cody Seth WrestleMania, and then you For know the what? Third, what, fourth time. That's okay because it's all pay per view. <laughs> no, it's not yeah. Monday Night no, Raw. The, like, I'm okay with that kind of feud. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that feud. But as long as they're not like doing the rematches on Raw, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but you know, make like make me want to see that match again. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not like they haven't done. Brock versus Roman fucking a million times. Well, for the gonna come back one more time. It, that, but that. you know what? Kudos to those guys because they have found ways to make it innovative each fucking match. Each yeah. match gets better between This is probably the better one in a while for the bulk. This was interesting, dude. I've never seen a ring lifted by a fucking backo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or bulldozer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But the Tractor country boy. Yeah, yeah, the tractor lifting the ring. I mean, shout out to those guys that paid all that money to sit front row in the corner just to look under the ring. <laughs> I was so pissed, bro. Oh, they're like, where's my refund? <laughs> Thousands of dollars just to stare at the Tron anyway. <laughs> I'd have been pissed. Fuck yeah. Like, oh man, yeah, I'd be mad. But that match was good, dude. I Like, there were times... Uh, that shit had me invested. It, it went like, long, and I'm walking, like, how long is this shit going to go? Who's going to win this when damn When Brock match? kept getting up, you can ask Michael. I was like, oh, fuck, yeah. he's up again. <laughs> you know, like, I was I was into this. Dude, and I got to give props. Michael Cole was damn good on commentary oh, for a Michael long Cole time. Oh, Michael Cole killed it all When night, he's like, bro. just count already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, so I, I'm going to eat my words here. So I was talking shit about Michael Cole last week on the podcast. And he won me over on this show, man. Michael yeah, Cole. He was he was, was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, you're a coal amazing. miner. You're a coal amazing miner. on the mic this fucking past weekend. <laughs> yeah, I I loved it, man. He he did an excellent job, and I think you know. Shout out to Pat McAvee too, because Pat McAvee is what's given this guy that he, he gives him. He, I don't know. He boosts his morale in a way to where fucking Michael Cole wants to do better. I think they. I think Michael Cole feeds off of his passion for wrestling. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. So he's falling in love with it again. It hasn't been the same here. for him since he was with Taz. And then he's just you been paired with so other bef- people. Before SummerSlam happened, I mean, I thought SummerSlam was really good, but I'll put a cap on that right now. Um, we watched last week's Dynamite. And uh, this was my first time watching Dynamite in. Fucking amazing. Fuck. Oh, a while. <laughs> Pretty a good, while, man. Yeah. Uh, Moxley and Jericho. Um, go at it on promos in two weeks rematch calls out calls out Jericho to be the Lionheart this shit has got me sold like (laughs) the Lionheart is what I grew up on that's the Jericho that I want to fucking see you know what I mean yeah Uh, I'm excited to see what they do with that there was other stuff too Um, dude fucking Jungle Boy cut the promo of his lifetime he said fucking pussy on live TV (laughs) yeah (laughs) And he said that the only reason Christian is broke is because his wife divorced his ass. Like, oh, now I'm in. You know what I mean? Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Now you've just made it personal. You're not ready you know for that I mean? dumpster match? So it's, yeah, dumpster match. That's fucking crazy. We were just talking about that. So we're here in like a few months of talking about the Attitude Era. We're going to be coming up on a dumpster match in 1998. <laughs> First one I've ever seen. But yeah, it's... Uh, Dynamite is is was really good, man, and I actually enjoyed it. Like that was the first time that I'd watched current day wrestling in a while, besides uh, you know SummerSlam and some clips here and there from Dynamite. And or then another thing from Dynamite from... too was fucking um, Daniel Garcia beating um, Brian Danielson clean, so very good. perfect. 
so good. So clean, so good. So good. That match was amazing. I, I heard keep... a lot of people complaining about the blood in that match uh, because uh, Moxley was already bleeding in the beginning, in the in the start of the show. Oh, yeah. But, uh, which, you know, I can get behind. Like, yeah, leave it, leave it as an attraction. You know, you don't need it all the time. But uh, Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson tore that fucking house. Bro, I dude. keep telling everybody, Daniel Garcia is so underrated, man. Yeah, seeing him so... at an indie show, he was that damn good. Yeah, he's so underrated. And then you put yeah. him in the ring with Brian Danielson, one of the one, if not the best wrestler in the world, technical wrestler. My bad, technical wrestler in the world showcase that should have been on a pay per view. Yeah, he is the best wrestler. Yeah, and I, I don't know about y'all, <laughs> he, but he, I'm he's, I'm ready for uh, Brody King and Darby in a casket. Oh yeah, it's gonna I'm be ready a for that badass and, man. And the thing with Miro, I'm kind of I'm still entertained by. That. I'm wondering where I never that. thought that I would have. That in in my wrestling mind, that a casket match would work for anybody, but fucking Darby, it just fits. Yeah. <laughs> it fits literally, and he's gonna fit in the casket when Brody King. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ass. I was gonna yeah. say Darby has to lose that match. Yeah, Darby oh, has to. I don't think no he's. I think he's he undefeated, if I'm not mistaken, in casket. Yeah. Who is Darby? Darby. Wait, so he's had a casket match before? Yeah, with yeah, Ethan Page, he, Andrade. Um, who else has he fought? Probably like two Ethan or three. Page. Ethan Page. What's he drinking? Um, beer check right now, everybody. Mango cart. Mine's empty. Mango cart. I don't have no beer. Yours is empty, there. James. Yeah. <laughs> show, sh- why don't you show Michael what you were drinking? This what, fucking the seltzer. That's all I had right at the moment. Look at this. <laughs> A sour Bud Light seltzer. How's that? How's that sound? Go evil? watch NXT. <laughs> hey, Triple H is a turn. That's fine. You're putting me in a good predicament now. <laughs> it's got the same That's colors not a bad on it right deal, now. Actually, right now I'm doing Blue Moon. That's yeah. all I got in my fridge. Just a mango cart. Fucking amazing. But um, no, uh, yeah, Darby has to lose. Um, I mean, he doesn't have to lose, but it'd be fitting if he did. You gotta lose. I just don't think it would make sense for him to beat Brody King. No, Brody King. Unless is a he fun, had no, Brody has to fucking win. When I Unless, met him at Roseland. When I met Brody, when I met Brody King at Roseland, bro, I did not expect that motherfucker to be that big. Yeah, he was huge. He's I, dude, massive. I'm not a small guy. I'm a pretty fucking big guy, and I was next to him. Like One midget. thing though, Malachi is small. <laughs> I did not expect that. Like, yeah, he's skinny. No, tall wise. I expected yeah, yeah, he's not that tall. I no. expected this guy to be like six fucking eight or some shit. Because he was in WWE, <laughs> <laughs> but no. When I uh, when uh, we went to that's go grab just his stereotype. Aut- <laughs> <laughs> when we want to go get his autograph. I did not expect that. I was like, "What the fuck?" So when's Wardlow fucking picking up the ring now? Oh. <laughs> yeah, they did have those uh, those memes. Wardlow picking up the ring now that Brock Lesnar like picked up. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of people uh, like, "Oh, they copycat it. it." I see a lot of people yeah. say, "Oh, it was a copycat." So, yeah, no, they got it from Dynamite. WCW. <laughs> Dynamite was a lot of fun, man, and it got me invested. I can't wait to watch uh, this week. And uh, do do we have any op- uh, matches that are scheduled for this week? Uh, Since uh, we won't yeah, be able I to cover it. that, I did see it on earlier. this week's podcast. Yeah, I saw it earlier. That was a flyer went around. I think there was four or five matches already announced. That's yeah. fucking crazy. They got these fucking cards already planned out, like right before it. Don't happens. know where it's at. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I forgot where I saw the matches too. But we do got the undisputed elite coming back. Here we go. Uh, we got Chris Jericho versus Wheeler, Yuta. If Yuta wins, he gets Jericho's title shot. The Gun Club cool. versus the Acclaim in a dumpster match. 
uh, Matt Hardy versus Chris Jer- uh, versus Christian Cage. Wait, so Will or Yuta, if he beats him, he gets Jericho's title shot against Moxley? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's not happening. Yeah. Jericho's <laughs> winning that. Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs in action. I'm surprised. Well, I'm you know surprised what? Orange Cassidy versus Jay, Jay Lethal would be interesting to see. Yeah. I think I want to see that. Uh, what else? We got Thunderstorm versus uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And, yeah, the Undisputed Era uh, Elite is back. So um, I, I was talking to you guys in a uh, oh wait to our we got the trio title this past week. Your favorite title is yeah. Well, <laughs> so new rule, new rule. He's we like, don't well, talk about trios matches on this fucking podcast. Hey, when uh, at SummerSlam too, when uh, um, Bailey came back and they came out all three of them, <laughs> I was like, trio titles are coming, coming soon. We had we didn't stop talking about tag titles for women. Let's do trio. Oh. Fuck, <laughs> like, dude. Ugh, no, I don't even. I don't even want to think about that nightmare. And Hook, um, yes, Hook finally, <laughs> finally got. Uh, so we finally have a new FTW champion. Mm-hmm. And we turned, uh, and we turned Ricky Stark uh, face. So Ricky Stark did a promo that made me actually like him. For the first time ever, I've, I've never I don't liked him know before. how you don't like this guy. Mark this bro. down. He, Mark this he's down. Always, he's always been to me like the same thing as Theory. I just don't get it. Like he's small. Like he, you're not that cool, bro. Like I can oh, fucking kick your ass. Like that's that's how I look at it. Like I could fuck Ricky Starks up. I can't. That guy is fucking. <laughs> what did I tell you? He was six two, fucking one ninety. No, I'm he not. He weighs one ninety. I'm not fucking that guy up. Bro, I got some pounds on him. Just because he's six foot? Six foot two. Man, I've broken down bigger trees than that. <laughs> Wait till he gets that spear on you. Uh, the spear. That hey, fool probably couldn't it, even it, take it, me That's down, actually a good spear. After Brian His spear told us, is really fucking yeah. good, though. Shout out yeah. to Brian Williams telling worked. us that was the... <laughs> Mark worked. Uh, but no, Either I way. am so happy they, they finally turned him face. I was waiting for it, um, and I think he's going to get a way bigger push now. So he won me over, dude. Like that promo that he did, I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Um, he he cut a good promo. Like, he was I, on the verge of crying, say. bro. I don't know if that was a yeah. I don't know if it that was, was passionate. Yeah, like I don't know if it was a work or not, but he was on the verge of crying. He it, he it was passionate, and it sold me. And that's what I need to fucking see out of all of these characters in wrestling today. The Rick, Rick Stark is a fucking he's a in. star, though, man. I I've been telling you guys this for like, well, especially you, Jesse. I've been telling you this for. A while now. He's a fucking star. This guy is so underrated. I was hoping they would have won the tag Here's the thing, though, man. Like, I got you. I got other friends that love AEW, and nothing can go wrong with AEW, right? Like, they tell me that about the entire (laughs) roster. They're all fucking stars. Like, not to me. You know what I mean? They're they're not stars to me. No, like, Ricky Stark is a fucking star, though. He's he's a star. It took me some time, but I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm ready to call him a star yet. He has the charisma. He, he has the wrestling ability, dude. He has the promo ability. It's just he's a star. I was pissed well, when pro- they didn't win the tag titles. I was hoping he would have won it. Well, that that promo was really good. I I enjoyed it. And then uh, something happened that I just didn't see coming, and that was Hobbs turning on. <laughs> yeah, that blew my fucking mind. Didn't fucking. It didn't worked see for it Hobbs in the long end. Now what do you do with Team Taz? And where does Taz stand with all this? <laughs> Taz, Taz no is standing idea. with his son. That's or where he's standing. Fuck everybody yeah, yeah. else. Stay, My stay, son's stay, number stay one. <laughs> and Ricky Stalks. But I called <laughs> stay, that, I called that shit the week before. I said, Dan Housing's getting this match. And it's it going to lead. Obvious. 
And it's going to lead up to uh, Hook coming out and challenging for that title. I didn't expect Hook to win the title, but it happened. Now, what do you well, do? I mean, you can't have him lose. Uh, he hasn't lost yet, has he? No, he hasn't. Until yeah, he plays his Dan Housing. can't have him lose. He's going to lose to Dan Housing. He's going to lose to Dan Housing. Dan Housing's some gonna fucking... Dan Housing's going to find a way to curse that guy. <laughs> Give him his first loss. He's going to get him to talk more. <laughs> So another thing that happened this weekend in a professional wrestling man, Ric Flair's last match. Oh man, I was scared I, for him. I was look fucking terrified watching that match. That okay. ending was sold it to me. Still though, like all the bullshit aside, him being old and everything, how how fucking cool was this? No, it like, was, this was it this was, was cool. It was definitely super fucking amazing to see. Sean uh, Sean's disrespected. He said it should have been him. Did he really? No, I don't know. Just fucking trolling. No, but oh, I, trolling. I mean that was the last match he technically had, and then he went to TNA. Yeah, well, no. and that should have been his last match because that was his last actually good. He's like, match nah, I'll go with Hogan. That he had. Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it, uh, the match was scary, but it was just cool for the experience. I love the look that uh, Conrad Thompson set up for this whole thing, too, man. The whole 86 look. Mm-hmm. Um, the big you know, gold coming out with it. With the Jim Crockett promotions. Uh, all, all that stuff. Was, it was just really cool to see. Dude, it was fucking cool to see, like, The Undertaker there. Mankind was there. Fucking DDP stalking his wife. Yeah, fucking all <laughs> this shit, dude. Like, it was, it, was, it was actually, yeah, Bret Hart was fucking there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, fucking friend of the show, Sin Bodhi, was in the bunkhouse. Uh uh, what was it? The bunkhouse. Well, the Taker's like, hey, you convinced me to do one more. <laughs> no. Yeah, Stop I hope it. not. It's coming back yeah. to take out Roman. No, but no, no more Taker. No more Taker. It was We're definitely good. uh definitely a good um pay-per-view. Uh but the the match was scary to watch. Uh there was times where I thought Ric Flair oh, yeah. was literally gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he came out with the old school purple and white robe. He came out with the actual big gold title that he had in NWA. Mm-hmm. Uh Fucking awesome throwbacks for, for this night. I can't believe, Rick, there was that rumor or that plan he wanted to jump off the top like fucking Sting has on AEW. I can't believe he actually threw that idea. Charlotte said that would no. Have been, that would have been absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe he took a fucking suplex. Yeah. 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 So he, he obviously wore his T-shirt during this match for uh, health reasons. You yeah. Know. Um, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I hope this is it. I really hope this it, is it. It needs to be. <laughs> there can't be nothing else. This <coughs> Saudi Arabia, going, crown jewel. <laughs> no, he's gonna. He is legitimately gonna die in the ring if he keeps going. Because that was scary as it was. That ending yeah. just told you the whole. He's done. This he man could done. not put on the finger forward leg lock at the <laughs> end of the sit match. On the ground. <laughs> Yeah, it's oh fuck. I mean, bro, if it damn, wasn't guys, if it wasn't for the people ancient. that he had, <laughs> if it wasn't for the people that he had in the match, that match would have been. Horrible. And then he went downtown with uh, Kid Rock. <laughs> okay. But Andrade, so, uh, Andrade and Jay Lito killed it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, Jeff to... Jarrett killed it. Yeah, Jeff he Jarrett fucking worked, fucking he worked amazing, the crowd. He got, dude. He got straight fucking heat from everybody. He had everybody in that building hating him. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. It was good, man. Jeff Jarrett did a fucking fantastic job. Uh, I enjoyed it. But, yeah, man, we're going to be fucking... We're going to be hopping in the time machine right now. We're going to be kicking it old school. We're going back to 1997, August 11th, for Raw is War. And we're going to be uh, covering a phenomenal Raw. 
and <laughs> it absolutely was actually really good. Pretty it was good. the best one that I have seen <laughs> since we've started this journey on Attitude Era. <laughs> the slot drop. I can't wait. I can't wait to start this shit. And as a matter of fact, I have reached out to WWF legend. Sergeant Slaughter, I fucking slid in his DMs because of the comment that you made last week, Michael, about him being a terrible commissioner. It's horrible. If he gets on this podcast, I'm going to tell him straight out. Hey, Sarge, a horrible GM. <laughs> he was a commissioner. He was a commissioner. GM. My GM's bad. A commissioner. So, it was horrible. Should have been Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> tag Sergeant Slaughter and tell him that he needs to be on our 100th episode coming in two weeks. Two weeks, one episode 100, man. Uh, Drexel's joining us. Brian Williams from uh, 2K is joining us. And I would hope that we can get um, Sergeant Slaughter to talk some Attitude Era with us, dude, and cover <laughs> an episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, that would be fucking so much fun. And what a way to cap off our, our first 100 episodes is by ending it with the Sarge, man. Um, hopefully it happens, man. I, I sent him a message today. We'll see if he responds. He follows us on Twitter. Uh, and I've, I've spoke with him before. So... Uh, hopefully he's interested. No, thank no you, promises, Maggot. though. No, thank you, Maggot. Uh, I'll decline. We, we, <laughs> we need to leave this up to our listeners, man. Tag Sergeant Slaughter. Tell him you need to be on the Pro Wrestling Shoots 100th episode. We got to hear you talk Attitude Era as the commissioner. Let's fucking do this. Guys, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back in the war zone. August 11th, 1997. We are back on the pro wrestling shoot to cover a fucking banger Attitude Era <laughs> Monday Night Raw. What'd you guys think of this episode? It was actually really fucking good. Yeah. Uh, I really fucking enjoyed it. Yeah. A There's lot a lot of, of shit that went down. <laughs> yeah, a lot of shit that went down. Um, another match I hate. And uh, yeah. <laughs> another pet peeve of james's man fucking got to get that creative and in, in check one thing that i've noticed on these attitude era segments is some of the backstage segments that they used to do that i fucking miss mm -hmm. they used to like sneak cameras in the back of the fucking dressing rooms yeah. all the time mm -hmm. while something was going on and they were just talking, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden they caught the cameraman. Get the fuck out of here. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> no. What are you supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like that made it feel real. Like you were, you were like hearing something you weren't supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. Why don't they do that shit anymore? That was good. They need to bring back that theme song too. Yes. Or that intro. <laughs> that intro. That is two hour rolls. Bring it back. <laughs> bring back two hour night or two hour, um, of raw. And do each segment, each hour different with a new theme song <laughs> and pyro. And pyro. Uh, we didn't get that much pyro at SummerSlam the other night. That's fucking kind of yeah. weird. You got your CGI's. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't understand. They were in a fucking open stadium, too. I don't know, man. I don't know why they're Very doing this. lackluster of a stage. 
Oh, yeah. Dude, they just keep doing a fucking a screen, and that's it. Just a big-ass LED screen. Anyway, fuck current day wrestling. <laughs> We're here to talk about 1997. James, how did this Monday Night Raw kick off? So before we get into Raw, so we got some Nitro notes. Nitro obviously beat them. 3.8 rating for Nitro. Raw got a 2.9. Raw drew in 6,817 fans sold out. I feel like I have to watch Nitro now because I want to see what the fuck was so good that people were not watching Raw. <laughs> Sting in the NWO, man. That's literally all you have to yeah, know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I got a little bit, a little bit yeah, on that. St- Sting in the NWO is what people tuned in for because it was like the cool thing. Right? And we got Sting. Blows my mind. We got know? Sting that on this blows Nitro. my mind. <laughs> Like three million, over three million people watched this shit on a regular just to see the MWO. Yes, sir. Denver, <laughs> Colorado for Nitro, three point eight rating, seven thousand four hundred and forty four live at Nitro. But um, yeah, we had Raw in Mississippi, which I don't remember the last time they've been there, long ass time. And let's just cut to the chase. Brock is yeah, we're gonna be talking about him almost every fucking week with his vignettes. He'd even show up to WF. They sent him to ECW. <laughs> Hey, so what was going on on Nitro that actually uh, was exciting this so, week? So there's a couple things. So they started Nitro off, and they had cops like show up to the giant, and, and here's some papers for you. And I guess there was a restraining order against him from Bischoff because he chokeslammed them the week before. And then the Outsiders were talking so much shit about the Steiners. They ended up facing like two guys that looked like the Steiners, beat the hell out of them. And then Steiners and Ted DiBiase came out, whooped on him. And then it was Hulk Hogan's birthday, which wasn't the greatest because Hogan the week before lost the title to Luger. And an early birthday present. You're and, not champ anymore, champ. <laughs> it was Eric Bischoff. They had Scott Hall, Six, Vincent, Buff Bagwell all in the ring for sinking for Hogan. And, uh, yeah, the Giant was not allowed 50 feet. Uh, round Eric Bischoff, Giant didn't give a shit, went after Eric Bischoff anyways. Of course he did. <laughs> um, and then Wrestling. they tried to get Sting to come back. J.J. Dillon tried to re-sign Sting. He said, uh, we'll put in your contract. Your first match, you'll face six. And he tore it up, and then the crowd wanted Hogan versus Sting. Oh, fuck. So this is like getting close to that Starcade. We're we're a couple of months away from that Starcade. Um, that's crazy. I remember these uh, contract negotiations with jj dylan do you remember these michael no okay so every <laughs> i don't remember I don't... a lot of shit and now that when i go back and watch a whole lot of this shit or read about even shit around that time i'm like what the fuck did that happen <laughs> <laughs> i would actually suggest going back and watching some of these the the sting build up the well that's what that's why like Hogan. especially now that like you guys keep telling me that like wcw uh wcw kept beating them in ratings like it makes me want to watch it now. Like, what the fuck? What was so special? <laughs> Sting, 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 and the NWO. That is exactly that's pretty what much was what so it was. <laughs> so two weeks in a row, we hadn't seen Sting. No Sting last week. No Sting the week before. Yeah, which is crazy. But they were still beating them because fans are tuning in to see when Sting's coming back. Look, the Sting, the, the, the fans, the fans fucking knew that we were gonna get Sting and Hogan. The fans yeah. knew it was just a matter of time. So every Night on night or every week on Nitro, you would see uh, signs in the fucking crowd that said uh, Hogan fears Sting or Sting wants Hogan or all. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to like we want this match. You know what I mean? We want this like 
uh, stings in the rafters or whatever the fuck's going on. So at this time, J.J. Dillon was actually coming down week in and week out with a contract like, all right, we're trying to get Sting to sign with WCW because he was, you know, quote, unquote, a free agent, which obviously wasn't true. I mean, obviously he had a contract. But in storyline, we're trying to sign Sting to the good guys, right? We're trying to make sure that Sting doesn't go to the NWO. Um, And Sting had lost all credibility uh, since the NWO started. He lost all hope for WCW, lost all hope in wrestling, right? Like, that's the whole storyline. Like, like we let this parasite come in and ruin our business you know what i mean so now he's sitting in the dark and and just watching things go down well jj <laughs> Dillon's offering him all these cheap ass contracts like fucking who was it this week six six yeah first match so he's giving it he's giving him like these hints towards hogan right like six and he'll give him another nwo member he'll give him another nwo member and he keeps yeah. fucking tearing up the contracts like i don't want that shit like, until nah, finally good. towards starcade he starts pointing his fucking bat at in the crowd to a fucking sign that says uh sting wants hogan and then the crowd starts chanting it sting wants hogan yeah. sting wants and he's pointing it, and he's fucking pointing his bat all the way dude it's so good the build up for this was <laughs> The best buildup in professional wrestling history, and they end up fucking the finish at Starcade '97, <sighs> and it's the worst fucking finish in professional wrestling history, dude. Like the biggest build. all that for that. <laughs> the biggest fucking build, man. It, it's it's incredible. I my dream interview is to get Sting on here to hear to just for me to talk about. It. He's talked about it before, but just to have an interview with Sting and and talk about that fucking buildup. Because yeah. as a kid, this was the greatest thing in the fucking world to me. I was yeah. skipping Raw for this shit. <laughs> and I would watch all the bullshit matches that WCW no, would I line was, up to get there. I was actually the opposite. I was one of those uh, kids that was just like, fuck WCW, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Raw. Raw was here first. I, I knew some people like that, but I, I, would, I, I would watch Raw every now and then. It took me the longest time to get into WCW. I was watching both, so I was a channel flipper. No, I was watching I both wasn't. of them. It's just because uh, my stepdad uh, would watch Raw all the time. So I would watch Raw with him. That's how I kind of got into wrestling, to be honest with you. Like back oh, in the okay. Day. So it was just like, um, but that's like way before even the Attitude Era. But we started watching Raw together. So that's what we started watching. And I wouldn't watch w- I wouldn't watch Nitro. I wouldn't watch WCW because I was just like, you guys are the competition. I'm not fucking watching you guys. Damn, dude. You <laughs> yeah. missed out on a lot of good shit because there was a lot of good shit in WCW. Oh, I, I, I know I missed out a whole bunch of good shit because I used to, like, or, like, I, not used to, but I went back and watched and read and all that shit on shit that was going on in the whole on night. Monday, night, Monday Night War. So I was just like, man, I could have fucking had the best of both worlds, but I was a fucking dumbass <laughs> and fuck WCW. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Uh, something I would recommend going back and watching if you haven't is the whole year of 1986. 1986 wrestling when Flair and Dusty were on top and all that shit. The year I was born. Huh? That's the year I was born. That's what I mean, dude. Like, we were too young to, to watch it then, but, um... If you go back and relive it, dude, some of that wrestling was so good. You get the a different perspective. So it was so fucking good, dude. Yeah, 1986 I, was phenomenal. I think I started watching wrestling when I was five. I think I it, was so I was watching really like probably in diapers, but um, no, I'm know, pretty sure it was the same all. way. But like I, that I can remember, I think it was like five when I started watching. That's how 
Like I was like first hooked and I was like, oh, this is the greatest fucking thing alive. Well, I would definitely watch 1986 whenever you get some time. But uh, another year I would uh, go go back and watch two years, actually, 1997 and 1998 of WCW. Mm. Those are the fucking fandom years of professional wrestling. And the whole Monday Night War, you'll see why the the ratings were what they were. Because <laughs> yeah, it was I'm just a- fucking cool, dude. And yeah, it was I'm real. Have, I'm definitely going to have to do that shit. Yeah, it's fun, man. All right, James, uh, what are we starting off raw with? So we're starting off with JR. He's meeting up with Shawn Michaels in the ring. Shawn is still pissed off. He's like, you know, these fans and everyone are blaming me because Undertaker lost the title, you know, and he even called out Vince McMahon and said, you know, I had even had to find out that I'm facing mankind tonight while watching WWF superstars and getting a phone call. He seems really fucking pissed off, like legitimate. And then you just hear the crowd just chanting at him. Sean is gay. Sean is gay. He just <laughs> looks at so him. so great. God damn it, James. Hold on. <laughs> All right. We're good. We're good. Fuck, man. You got to warn me on that. All right. I should you what, should I you what the response to Sean said. <laughs> yes. About his mom. About asking everyone about your mama and sister. <laughs> if he's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get so, the point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just going off on, a, you know, yeah. dude. Sean was such Sean was such a fucking pimp, dude. Oh yeah, what, he didn't what care. A what a, he didn't care. Um, and then it was obviously announced, I believe, the week prior or this week that he was facing Undertaker at Ground Zero, and he put it in his logic. Well, Bret Hart beat Undertaker, and I beat Bret at at WrestleMania 12, so that means I can beat him. <laughs> and then he's just at this point he's just going off on everyone then he started going after slaughter and here comes slaughter michael's favorite horrible <laughs> dude dude if we get him on the podcast you better be nice <laughs> i'll be nice but i'm gonna tell him straight out he was a horrible commish if you tell him that he's a horrible commish live on on the on the podcast Giving you a raise. <laughs> <laughs> he comes out. He comes out. You know, he's talking to Sean. He's like, you know, I'm doing what's best for this company, not for Sean Michaels. And, you know, he just doesn't really give a rat's ass. And he's talking about the insurance policy. So everyone's like, is it Kevin Nash? Is it Diesel coming? What's going on? And <laughs> the payoff for that was so bad. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And that's pretty much the start of the show. (laughs) So I remember watching this, like, when he was talking about the insurance policy, and then when it revealed, I was like, who gives a fuck? (laughs) That's what I thought, too. (laughs) Like, when I was was younger. like I still think that to this day. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why did that matter? Like, how is this an insurance policy? All right. Go ahead. Continue. And then, um, yeah, your following contest. The Legion of Doom. Well. Yeah, it was a country whipping match. It was, I think it was Hawk versus one of the Godwins. And the pretty much the point of the match was whip your opponent until he falls out of the ring. Stupid That's concept. pretty much what it is. While the match was in the ring, you got Owen Hart and David Boy Smith on commentary. It's fucking gimmick of the year, brother. They're getting pissed <laughs> off. They want to fight the Patriot. They're arguing, like, who's going to face the Patriot? You know, I want to face him. No, I want to face him. And eventually, Slaughter announces, well, you guys can both face him. Patriot can have um, his his partner of his choosing. While in ring, you got a hawk in the you got hawk in there. You got the Godwins, and it ends up um, hawk 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, Hawk winning the match. Animal goes in the ring after he got hit with the slop bucket. And then how about, he takes that? How about that fucking Road Warrior pop, though? Yeah. They were very over. Oh, my God. Yes. It was in Mississippi. It, so, <laughs> so if you go back and watch 1986, Michael, hmm. you'll you'll see where the fucking Road Warrior pop started, man. Oh, okay. Like, it is insane, dude. Like, how over L.O.T. was. <laughs> and these guys were fucking hard-hitting in the ring, too, man. No, I mean, you could tell from this match, too. Like, Yeah, uh, they were it, beating the shit yeah. out of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Coming out with the Confederate flag another week. <laughs> yeah, dude, they had Confederate flags in the fucking audience. In the crowd. Just no chill. No Three chill minutes whatsoever. and 48 seconds. Very, very asinine match. Um, yeah, pretty much just, um, yeah, the slot bucket got involved, knocked them both out of the ring, and there you go. There's your winner. <laughs> I just want to, I just want to, uh, bring up the fact that, uh, who was the, who was the guy, the, what was, which Godwin was it? Uh, I think it was Henry. Henry. I just want to bring up Phineas the fact that. And was outside the ring, yeah. I just want to bring up the fact that before the match, he was talking the most shit. <laughs> yes. And as soon as the match started, he got whooped to hell. <laughs> the road warriors don't play man no nope. don't play and then you got your uh dark match your jobber match you got scott punsky versus tony williams can we bring back the jobber matches i don't give a fuck if it's on AEW or wwe can we just bring them it's back? actually smart we we have them and they're called aew dark <laughs> and dark elvish no but we got those are superstars versus jobbers i want jobber versus jobber <laughs> they do have jobber versus jobber on there though no once in a while yeah. they do no yeah. He said no. It's just because yeah, you guys don't like, know. I watch it every. Are. I watch it every Monday on YouTube. Hey, that's the whole point of a jobber, of course. Like <laughs> Scott Putzky was a fucking indie wrestler too. Didn't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> Tony jobber. Williams. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it is. It's like, like the road dog. Like <laughs> what the fuck? It's so wild, bro. <laughs> so pretty much, no one gave but a we rat's need ass. That, we need that back though. Jobber versus jobber on live TV. It has to be live TV. We can't have him on. It was YouTube filler. Let's, it was filler, like this one. This was filler. This is when. Um, so while this match is happening, you, ha- you hear Goldust music. What the hell's going on? Goldust comes <laughs> so out. Stupid. He goes all the way to commentary, and they're showing Brian Pillman getting pissed off, and he's getting dressed in the dress. <laughs> that shit is classic, dude. The, and you the see fucking, him go pissed What was that off. cam called? They eventually called it something. Oh, it was what? fucking. It had to do something with Goldust too. I forgot what it was. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. No, no. Like the camera, it was like the they were it like a little uh, surveillance. It was like a sponsor. It was like a sponsor of theirs. What Radio Shack or something? It was like uh, the JVC boombox camera or some <laughs> shit. Like remember <laughs> the JVC? That yeah. sounds about right. That, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was like oh shit, the hidden JVC boombox camera is catching somebody in the back <laughs> doing. God knows what, like his attitude era. Let's see. I'm trying to see. Oh, Greatest it says GT. Ever. It says GTV. I don't know if that meant gold dust. Television. GTV. That's what, Is it, that was. what it was. GTV. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And then slaughter comes out during the match and tells him, Hey, you got to go backstage. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and then, uh, Putzky ends up winning the match with a Polish hammer. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> a Polish hammer. What the fuck is that? That's the finisher move. We need to call up Excalibur. <laughs> what the fuck is a Polish hammer? Oh, I'm talking about that. That fucking that uh, on SummerSlam this weekend when uh who was it? Who said that fucking ridiculous ass fucking name? Swanton. Uh, oh, I can't this? remember. Fuck. Swanton, <laughs> I was like, who's and the Swanton beer sponsor. Something. Oh, and the I beer was like, sponsor. Who, 
I was like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? Excalibur? Yeah. <laughs> Can't make Swan- up names. I forget what the fuck they called it, but like, what the Swanton. fuck? Swanton. Uh, he must right. have copyrights over the Swanton bomb. Who knows? <laughs> we come All back. Right. We come back to Raw, and here comes Undertaker. They're showing the backstage, him talking. He's like, Shawn Michaels will rest in peace at Ground Zero. And then they that sh- was uh, the Undertaker. Yes, that was Undertaker. Very, very pronouns, pal. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They start advertising for a Raw magazine, and it shows how Goldust had a relationship with his father, and it got all screwed up. And then your following contest, Brian Pillman versus Flash Funk. Dude, Flash Funk was a pimp, too. Yeah, he was. He was fucking fun to watch. He like As a kid, I, I did not enjoy watching him. Oh, that's one thing, too. I'm trying to go back. Well, I'm not trying to go back, but I'm trying to find old school Raw magazines. All those old school WWE magazines. I'm trying to find those shits right now. I used to have boxes and boxes. Bro, I used to have a bunch of them too. Of them. I was yeah. like, that just bring, that just brought back a memory too when I seen the that shit on the screen. Cool I was just collect. like, dude, those are fucking dope as fuck. Worth something yeah. now. <laughs> do but, they still do those? No, they don't do them no, no more. But people sell them and they sell them. Didn't they used to like send them to the mail? That was a too? Russo thing. The magazine. That was a Russo. It was thing. good. It was a good idea. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty actually. sure he wrote the articles in them too, and most of them were bullshit. Like they had like these fake ass interviews in them and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like later on, later on in life, it came out that these interviews were full of shit, <laughs> and it was just a writer writing this shit. So stupid, man. So I don't know if you guys were so well, during this match. Flash Funk at one point does the Trouble in Paradise, Kofi Kingston's move. I don't remember him doing that. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, he used to do that all the time. I totally forgot about that. Dude, then, these guys did all these moves that you've seen today, like, in ECW and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And on the indies. Like, you would occasionally get your WWE superstar that w- would come out and do them too, but... Like, <laughs> hey, was the there a part, reason why they were promoting ECW on this Raw? Were they? Yeah. I don't remember I that. I do not yeah, remember they, that. They promoted ECW on this Raw. Let me see. Do you have... You you're on my peacock, so you ain't got commercials. <laughs> no, during the during the um during the uh yeah, it says hardcore heaven. They advertise for hardcore heaven pay per view set for August seventeenth. Jerry Lawler, oh Jerry Lawler is gonna battle Tommy Dreamer, and then um I forgot who the hell else is gonna be on there. Yeah, I was like, they I don't not remember that. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, so those two companies were working together at that time. It, yeah, Vince was Vince was helping them out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes that, more sense. I was now. wondering. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was fucking. I was just like, "What the fuck?" That it, they used I, to. They used to send over guys like Jerry Lawler was like one of the main guys, and then they they showcased. That's uh, right. He was talking shit. He was he was like talking shit about ECW, calling it. He you came know. Tommy Dreamer in the fucking nuts, and it, like ex- he he ruptured one of his nuts. <laughs> Extreme crappy wrestling. He kept saying that. I don't know how many yeah. times. And yeah. Jerry Lawler legit felt like that. He felt like he it still was, feels like it. There was a quote unquote uh, midget wrestling is what he called it. Yeah. Yeah. it extreme, extreme qu- crappy wrestling is what it was. <laughs> so uh, during this match, um, yeah, Pillman and Funk are going back and forth, and Goldust is you know goes to the tight end char- or goes onto the ramp, starts laying down, looks right at uh, Pillman. They start showing the footage, and Pillman is just so pissed off. Pillman gets distracted, and here comes Flash Funk with a four fifty. Splash for the win, and another week, Pullman has to wear the dress. 
Oh god. What's what comes after Another that? dress. Um they start showing video packages concerning Steve Austin and, and Owen Hart from the last time of what happened to Austin. And Why then, did they replay that so much? Because they were still trying to get the build to it because they they weren't sure at the time like how severe Austin's neck yeah, was. They didn't know how well he was gonna be out. I just got tired of seeing him being dropped on his fucking head, to be honest with you. I think they were just like making people aware that Austin is really but, hurt. So they yeah, were trying to sell that, like, like, like hey, he's, sympathize he's hurt, with the guy, coming. you know, he's still going to be but here. But he's coming out here every single week still, like, <laughs> yeah. Which he without did. doctor's permission. Yeah. So they were trying to sell him as a badass. <clears throat> and then here comes Dude Love, and Dude Love going to get interviewed by Vince McMahon. He's asking him questions like, what are you going to do? You know, you got this fatal four-way coming up at Ground Zero. It's going to be the, the Godwins, LLD, Owen Hart, and British Bulldog, and then obviously you and if Steve Austin's ready to go. And as soon as he's talking, this is when Sean interrupts him. He's like, you know, I don't give a damn who you are. Mankind, Cactus Jack, I don't give a rat's ass. I'm beating your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Calling both him and Vince uh, Nimrods. You know, you need to get into times of the 21st century, you know. And he's been hyping up the insurance policy all night. Does it one more time. Sweet chin music is going to be coming for you. And then Dude Love just responds, no mercy, or have mercy. <laughs> Dude, the, the fucking, uh, that whole fucking uh, segment was so weird because Dude Love <laughs> would be saying the most random shit that had nothing to do with anything that was going on. I don't think he fucking really knew how to play that character. You know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? It's mostly one Even of those. Even though that was like, it's mostly that was like one his of those, dream uh, character to play, but he didn't know how to do it. It's mostly it's one of those women is his wife that came into the ring. Bosley. Really? Yeah. From last week? Yes. Or this week? Yeah, because it was two of them. I don't know who the other chick was, but yeah, one of them was his wife. I don't remember which one. Oh, no wonder the other one got shoved off. It was probably his wife was like, bitch, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. Man. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then it is Damn. time to enter the war zone. Oh, shit. Hold on. All right, what we got kicking off the war zone? So, we got it. So, earlier on, we had it announced Owen Hart, Davy Boy Smith are going to be facing the Patriot and partners choosing. I don't remember at one point, but they're showing the Patriot backstage. He's like, tonight you're coming out with me and, and, you know, helping me out. And what do you know? It's Ken Shamrock is his mystery partner. Am I the only one that is, like, tired of seeing the Patriot now? Yeah, I'm fucking (laughs) done with him. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over the Patriot. (laughs) Yeah. You, You didn't fucking sell me on him. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't do, like, I don't know what the fuck Jim Cornette was thinking, like, thinking that this guy was going to be top-notch, but US Jim Cornette versus Canada. Drugs. <laughs> like, the Patriot is, like, the cheesiest cartoon character that you can fucking think of. Even talks with the redneck voice, yeah, I'm just, I'm I'm over it, man. Yeah, I was over it, too. I didn't fucking Canada. I can't wait until we're done with the Patriot era. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay the next week, pal. Um Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so Shamrock comes out as the as his partner. Bulldog is all pissed off about it. You know, every time Shamrock or every time Shamrock gets out of the ring, he tags in Owen. Oh, does not want any business with them. They just keep going back and forth. Bret Hart decides, you know, I'm going to come out. You know, he walks like halfway down the ramp. He's watching the match, and then eventually the Patriot gets the hot tag, goes ape shit crazy, and and. Oh man, this match, you know, it was it was an entertaining match. Eight minutes, nine seconds of a match. 
um, just going back and forth. Eventually, Sergeant Slaughter comes out and, you know, tells Brett, get the fuck out of here. Get out of the way. Um, Owen and them think they have an advantage. He slides a chair to David Boy and does not happen. And then Patriot delivers. I can't believe this is his finisher. Uncle Slam. <laughs> to the bulldog <laughs> of the chair. <laughs> That's, is that really what it's called? What I, it I fucking missed that, dude. In the ring, Owen that. slides David Boy a chair. Unfortunately for the bulldog, the plan backfires as Patriot delivers the Uncle Slam to the bulldog on the chair. <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> That's so fucking Uncle terrible. Slam. It's going to be my finisher when I join wrestling one. <laughs> Uncle Slam. When you make your debut and reactivate. Yeah. <laughs> that's your name, Uncle Slam. That's what's up. So, yep, that's your first contest of the night for the second hour of Raw. Then we're just getting video packages of, you know, just showing them about, like, Brett winning the title and, you know, Canadians and whatnot and Canadians and whatnot. I love, <laughs> love how you explain that. And then we catch Sean talking to someone backstage. You know, you can't tell who the hell it is. You kind of get a glimpse. Sean sees the camera you like you tell. mentioned. If you watched, if you watched WCW Nitro the fucking <laughs> week before, because he literally showed up the following week, like yeah. you knew exactly who the fuck this was. <laughs> I, but, okay. I don't understand it. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, it so, was just one of those situations where he hopped ship. He actually did it twice. So, yeah, yeah, he did a lot of things in his career. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, he, Sean sees the cameraman and tells him to get the fuck out of here, and they close the door. <laughs> and then you have yeah. This, so that's that's one of those things where it's like it was you cool got though. To see something. It was cool. Yeah, you got to see something that you weren't supposed to be seeing. It was and cool. I love that because like, T and A used to do that a lot as well. Yeah. They would have a camera guy slightly open and then, you know, show somebody and then close the door on them. And then, uh, yeah, Patriot cutting a promo on Brett. And then he gets attacked by Brett Hart with a chair shot, gets his ass kicked. The ref's got to get involved, agents. And, yeah, Patriot just got his ass clobbered. (laughs) And then your fallen contest, Farouk versus Chains. (laughs) Why are we still going with <laughs> the race war continues. Yes, yeah, the race war no, continues. I'm sorry Next to let you know. No, no Los Bariquas this week. <laughs> yeah. Los Bariquas took a day off. Good fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm tired of same, this. Race same war. exact thing. Slaughter's like nobody's on allowed ringside. You know, doesn't matter. No one's in there. Match is going back and forth. And then, did we talk about that Shawn Michaels promo when he was up in fucking Sergeant Slaughter's face? Yes, that was that was the the opener, dude. So we didn't really even touch on that. Really, like that fucking when he was up in his face, dude. Like he was like spitting on him and shit. And Shawn Michaels was like wiping his fucking face off and making <laughs> the faces at Sergeant Slaughter, dude. It was so fucking funny, dude. Because that that leads up to the DX. Uh, thing where they start putting on the windshield fucking wipers yeah. <laughs> when they're talking to Sergeant Slaughter. Oh my god! Dude. And he like Shawn Michaels would stick his chin out too. Yeah, he would like be sticking his fucking <laughs> chin up to him and shit. It was so funny, dude. That whole that whole promo was hilarious to me. All right, go ahead. So we get uh, <laughs> at one point the ref gets knocked down and oh god, it's so horrible the way he got knocked out. So asinine, and then. Randomly get Rocky Mavia coming in out of nowhere. 
out of nowhere. Does this <laughs> Why? Rock, what does this fuck? rock bottom unchained ref wakes up? There was and... no explanation to this whatsoever. So why was got... he go? Why was he going in to check on the ref? First of all, <laughs> dude, and he's wearing a shirt that re- resembles the referee shirt. Yeah. So it's got some gold <laughs> on it, but it's the same striped shirt. So I was like, is he a special guest referee? Because I I wasn't really like I was watching it, but I was like. Is he wearing a fucking ref shirt? <laughs> like, what is he doing? And he goes in there and fucking makes the save, dude. Makes a save. Yeah, this is the ran... replacement for uh, Ahmed Johnson. So, <laughs> Which they never explained why Ahmed Johnson got his ass beat. Yeah, they never did. <laughs> no. Never explained it. They never explained why The Rock was even connected to these guys. And nope. this is the, the beginning of The Rock. I mean, granted, it is the beginning to the rock, but I really wanted some explanations on what the fuck. Nah, going we're just on gonna it. throw them in there. We don't need to explain anything. <laughs> but the heat, though, the heat in the crowd was fucking fantastic. Oh because yeah, because they yeah they, they were all. This was at the era where shortly before this, you know, we hadn't. See, they said that we hadn't seen the rock in a while, uh, and they were chanting "Die Rocky, Die" and all sorts of shit to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this following week, I think is. Uh, the one that we're going to be covering next week. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it yet, but I think that's the one where The Rock actually explains it, why uh, he turned. Mm-hmm. So yeah, honestly, have you wait. already seen it, James? Uh, no, I haven't finished it yet. So no, I don't think I got on there yet. Okay, so I think I think that's the one where The Rock explains why he turned on the fans. So um, after the break, we, we catch Rocky and he's talking to Farouk, all the Nation of Domination members. Same thing. They see the cameraman, tell him to get the hell out of here, close the door. And just, a, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So you're wondering what the hell's going on. And then you got Sable coming out. Sable coming out. And eventually she gets interrupted by the Patriot. <laughs> it's the first time we've seen this, uh, Sable since uh, starting this Attitude Era journey. So let me read this article. So it says Sable. Yes. Is it? I think. Yep. We showed Sonny before. It was oh, Sonny. Oh, yeah, it was Sable. Yeah. Yeah. So Sable, this was the first time that we've seen Sable since starting the Attitude Era. So this is what it says here. Sable heads out to introduce the next match. Boob. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she comes out. Patriot comes out. Who who writes these articles? Who's doing I, it? Let's shout them out. Shout them out. Um, it says posted <laughs> by Matt. This is at pdrwrestling.net. All right, shout out to them, man. Thank you for supplying us uh, the notes for the Attitude Era. And boop. And, and boops. Yeah, boop. <laughs> and boops. So, yeah, she comes out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, yeah, back to regular scheduling programming. Uh, so she comes out. She comes out. She's about to introduce the match, and Patriot's like, "No, nah, fuck that. I'm coming out here. I'm calling out Bret Hart. Let's do the goddamn match right now." And they pretty much all come out. The whole Hart Foundation corner and beat his ass, and they leave the pa- <laughs> they leave the Patriot lying on the floor. They put a Canadian flag on him. Slaughter's in there trying to you know maintain control. They end up leaving. This is, and this is why Sergeant Slaughter was the worst commission ever. <laughs> bro, he scared off the fucking heart foundation. Yeah, they no, went right off the ring. I mean, someone had to get their ass kicked. He, they, <laughs> he let that. Uh, he let them beat the shit out of the Patriot, bro. And and defile him with that disgusting Canadian flag. <laughs> How dare them! <laughs> <laughs> we come back from break. Mankind is doing a promo backstage. Says he hopes Shawn Michaels' life insurance policy is life insurance because tonight Shawn is going to swallow his own liver. <laughs> 
<laughs> so random. <laughs> and then we get Brockus coming soon. Which, <laughs> when the fuck is this guy coming? He's yeah, go, when is Brockus coming? Yeah. I don't know when. I don't remember. He eventually showed up like in 98, I think. He went, they sent him, <laughs> they sent him, him sh- they sent him off the ECW first to hype him up. I just want to see him show up because I want to know who the fuck he is. I yeah, don't like, like when the fuck is this bitch coming? <laughs> you can see him on ECW. I said, bitch. <laughs> I said, bitch. <laughs> and here it is. Your main event of the night. Shawn Michaels versus Mankind. This is Shawn Michaels' first match since King of the Ring. This is the second time that we've gotten Dude Love and Mankind in the same fucking night. <laughs> oh, hell no! <laughs> Here comes, so Shawn comes yeah, out. He wants and to then, make his paycheck somehow. Right. <laughs> That's fucking double duty, man. They better be paying Dude Love and Mankind. Well, he came out. Separate checks. He came out with that Rubbermaid trash can. He starts throwing in the ring, and then Sean just throws Rubbermaid <laughs> trash can. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Rubbermaid. I can't believe this says it on there. Anyways, yeah, so Michaels dumps the trash can on Mankind. He starts whooping on his ass. They just keep going back and forth. And, you know, oh, man. Shawn Michaels' attire in this is fucking dope. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. The the white and gold, and he even had the white boots on this one too. Really cool. So once the trash can is pulled off, mankind, he had, he he's able to do the manable claw, manable claw on there on uh, Sean. And then at one point, the ref's not looking. He does a low ball on him. So <laughs> going back and forth, you know, pretty pr- to me, it was an entertaining match. Honestly, um, yeah, it was a good match. Very, really good. Very, in- very entertaining match. Sean's getting ready to tune up the band at one point. Ducks the sh- ducks the switch in music. Applies the manimal call uh, again. Then Sean just uh, eventually he rolls out of the ring. You know he's just so pissed off. You know, and then we get out of nowhere. Hunter Hearst Helmsley in China making way down to the ring, and we go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first time that we've seen DX together. They haven't really referenced DX in like four week four weeks. You haven't seen them together doing anything. No. Well, they were, and they, um, the reason why they were out there is because they had beef with Dude Love. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, so DX isn't a thing yet. No, no. Okay. The only well, reason they're... why they're out there is because they're hoping Dude Love comes out too. <laughs> Holy fuck! I didn't even think about that, but how fucking <laughs> <laughs> is that? Even though, bro, I was fucking, I was like, because they brought it up. They're like, you just, you just hurt my brain. <laughs> Because <laughs> they brought it up on the on the commentary, they're like, "Yeah, their beef is with uh, Dude Love," and I was like, "He's not but, coming but, out." But it, when he found him at the paper before, <laughs> he takes the mask off and fucking has the tie dye shirt underneath. Yeah, that's oh, what they God. did after the cage match. He he he's over there, and they start playing the Dude Love music after he wins the match against Hunter at that that uh the paper the pay per view before I had. I'm like, Summer what Slam. the hell? Yes. So I'm like, what <laughs> they, the yeah, hell? DX DX hasn't been. A thing yet, they were only out there because they had beef with Dude Love, <laughs> which and is mankind. fucking weird because Dude Love is not in this match. Interesting. <laughs> so this is this is the first time that we get to see DX. Yeah. Yes. Technically. The little sprinkle of the salt right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We come back from a commercial and Sean took off Mankind's mask. He looks at it and he gets frightened by it. He looks like it's gonna eat him. <laughs> <laughs> 
they go back and forth of Sean. The selling, dude. The selling is just fucking great. <laughs> Sean gets a sleeper hold on, on Mankind, eventually gets out of it, and then out of nowhere, we get Rick Rude coming out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> the insurance policy is here. Is this the insurance policy? This and he does insurance. absolutely fucking nothing. He just stands there, dude. No, he actually hit Mankind in the head yeah, with a fucking chair, chair shot. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, okay. he gave him a brutal chair <laughs> shot. Man, he yeah, yeah, he gave him a brutal chair shot. Where he bit? Oh, yeah. Never mind. He bit the chair and everything, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. So, Mankind okay. hits a double arm DDT on Sean. You get a two count. And then China, China's trying to get involved with the referee. Triple H, you know, tries to get Mankind. And then... And Mankind. And then at one point, once Mankind is distracted, Rick Rude slams him right in the head with the chair. Sean gets ready to tune up the band. Sweet your music. One, two, three. And then we're just like, what the hell is going on? You get Rick Rude. It's a shocker to ECW fans. You know, we haven't seen him on nationwide television in like three years. You know. In- oh, yeah, that's right. He was in ECW, wasn't he? Yes. So, so he, like- this is fucking hilarious. He goes from ECW to WWE. So what they don't know, like what most fans don't know about Rick Rude is he was on like this no compete, right? He was on this. Um, uh thing called a Lloyd's of London insurance policy. Mm-hmm. So when wrestlers take that insurance money, they cannot come in the ring. If they go in the ring and wrestle, they have to pay all that back. No. Oh. Hmm. So there was no okay. fucking way of getting out of this. This motherfucker left ECW with the Lloyd's of London, came to WWE. They wouldn't let him work an actual match. So that's why he's an insurance policy. <laughs> he fucking <laughs> leaves WWE to go to uh, WCW. Not that much longer after this he he really doesn't last that long in wwe because he wants to wrestle again so he thinks that eric bischoff can get him out of this lloyds of london thing or pay off as lloyds of london or whatever the hell the case was couldn't do it rick flair ends up going to wcw and becoming a part of the nwo okay that makes <laughs> that sense. so much going Such on shit. <laughs> yeah so that's that's your rick rude story right there yeah it's like he was never able to get out of that lloyd's of london insurance policy yeah this one says uh, quite the shocker if only for ecw fan <laughs> 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 and that's how you ended off sean's in the you know celebrating his win and then yeah we got more advertising for ground zero Bret Hart versus the Patriot. Dude Love and if Steve Austin could wrestle, Legion of Doom, Godwin, Owen Hart, and Davy Boy Smith. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Crush versus Sabio Vega versus Farouk. And then Scott Putsky versus Brian Christopher. Scott Putsky, Putsky is in the pay-per-view. This jobber made the card for the pay-per-view. They loved him so much. They put him in there with Brian Christopher. Wait, I thought The Undertaker came out at the end of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. I I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, came he out because that's when the fucking lights were that's, flickering. That's right, the lights were flickering, and then didn't we get that Paul Bear promo? Yeah, Paul Bear is all like, "Kane's yeah, so coming, Kane's coming, Kane's coming." And then you just hear this pyro go off, and it's just, <laughs> oh yeah. hell no! <laughs> Man, why the fuck did we get pyro for that? <laughs> Dude, I remember that shit happened so fast. I was like, what the fuck just happened at the end of this Raw? <laughs> I felt like they got all that segment and just fucking squished it all into that one minute that they had left of Raw. <laughs> all right, Jager, run out there. <laughs> it's like the third fucking Raw gong. The only reason out there is <laughs> the Undertaker. We'll see you next week. 
<laughs> He's out there oh, for a dark dude. match, which there was a dark match. Uh, Bret Hart defend this title in a triple threat. And he another triple threat. Another Is that triple, all they do on dark? N- matches? I guess so. <laughs> he defended it. He won. He beat Undertaker and Vader. Why do we get these badass matches on dark matches? Which what, what happened? Right? They just dropped and Vader. Then ha- and then we have Scott Putzky on the fucking regular show. <laughs> like, what's going on here? What happened to Vader? <laughs> I They're just, just like, all the, oh, the hell with Undertaker. What the hell the Vader? We're showing Kane. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking amazing. That 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 little. Uh, Promo that Paul um, did too. Paul Bear did too. So Kane's coming for you. Kane, yeah. <laughs> take her. You're and, paying for your And sins. they had like the CGI flames on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <and> you hear <laughs> boom, and you're like, what the fuck? Wait, so when does Kane? When does Kane actually come? At bad, bad blood. blood. So bad blood. Okay, the, okay. I think the pay per view after Ground Zero, so. right? I think it's, yeah, it's it's the yeah, it's, it's coming. It's coming after soon. Ground Zero. That's so, yeah. Kane, and then there's still cage match, right? The Hell in a Cell. It's a Hell in a Cell. The very first, the very first Hell in a Cell match. It's Kane. The best, the very best. It's got to be match. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is classic. All right, until next week, guys. We are covering another episode of the of the Monday Night Wars and uh, the Attitude Era. Once again, man, tweet out to Sergeant Slaughter. Get him on here for the hundredth episode. Next week is episode ninety nine. So. Yeah, tweet let him out, know man. I need to tell him he was a bad commission. <laughs> yeah, don't tell don't tell him. Don't tell him that. Because <laughs> Should then I, he won't come. So uh funny enough, uh, the dark match for next week's Raw, throw another triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> should I just Spoil- should I preview spoiler it and give you the alert. matches for next week? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Well, there's your one no. spoiler. I'll throw <laughs> it in there. The Bret Hart defeated the Undertaker Invader in the triple threat again. Ended in two minutes and 37 <laughs> the seconds. The same fucking match? Two minutes and 37 they seconds. They started doing fucking rematches like that back then? They're just doing... I guess so. They're just doing the tour. What happened? The fucking triple threat. How did the match the end in two tour. minutes and 37 seconds? Jesus. <laughs> did someone fall or uh, something? Well, my dark match at a Monday Night Raw was uh, everybody doing the spin rooney and they tried to get Vince McMahon to do it. Vince McMahon did it, and then The Undertaker came out and fucking... Uh, they tried. They were like all begging the Undertaker to do a spin a Rooney, and then he ended up kicking everybody's ass. My first uh, like wrestling event that I ever went to was like a SmackDown and ECW, so I didn't get a dark match. I got ECW. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I so you ba- got to see like uh, what was what what's that fucking dude's name? The the rip off Gangrel. Uh, oh fuck! Oh, uh, Kevin Thorne wasn't it? Kevin Thorne. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was like uh, that's when they were doing the fucking um, SmackDown and ECW tapings together. Oh, okay. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. So that was pretty dope, to be honest with you. Was CM that. Punk in ECW at that time? Uh, no, not at that time. Oh, yeah. So you mm. got the real shitty ECW. One, yeah, two, I did. Three, did you get to see Sandman or anybody? <laughs> uh, I saw Tommy Dreamer, I believe. RVD. Oh, well, was RVD it. still in the company? Uh, or was he terminated? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before the whole drug bust. all right guys until next week follow us on facebook instagram tiktok and twitch at the pro wrestling shoot follow us on twitter at tpws podcast support our sponsors over at manscape by using promo code pw shoot save yourself 20 percent off plus free shipping on us and our friends at manscaped uh go to our merch store buy some shit man hook us up with some money (laughs) and loves the money yeah so go fucking (laughs) hook up the money 
And, uh, yeah, then we can see, you know, the more money you pump into this podcast, the better this podcast is each and every week. We spend it on our own gear. Uh, we promote, uh, we, we sponsor wrestling shows, all sorts of shit to get the name out there. Share this podcast. Give us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And, yeah, once again, share the podcast with everybody, guys. Check out our YouTube, The Pro Wrestling Shoot. Until then, we will be here again next week. Well, you know what? I was talking to you guys. We might be changing our release date. We normally release our podcasts Hmm. on Mondays. Okay. I think I want to start releasing them on Wednesdays. Hmm. Oh, you're going to interfere with my dynamite like that? (laughs) No, no, no. We're going to record (laughs) on Mondays. No, I'm just fucking with you. But then that way, when we talk about the previous dynamite, it's not so fucking old for our listeners. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that is understandable. And then we can give them a preview of your dynamite <laughs> that's coming up as they listen to it. They can listen to it Wednesday morning, and they'll know the preview of the dynamite that night. That's actually a smart idea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So until <laughs> then, we will catch you right here on the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Shoot. This is the Pro Wrestling Here we go again. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jesse Carter. Pro Wrestling Show. It's about to get exciting. Pro 